Hi there, let's talk sports fans. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of uh, Let's Talk Sports Roundtable. And it's our first proper episode, Sean. So, um, Sean's my co host. He's going to be coming in. We'll talk baseball, hockey, football, and we'll have a DFS section going forward. Not as involved today. We just wanted to let everyone know that we're playing going forward and it's a section I've had interest in and something we've been working on and Sean's the guy we've decided to be our expert if you will. How are you doing today Dan? Um, so a lot's happened um, it's MLB trade deadline and it's been a crazy couple of days is there any moves that's caught your attention or any you expect to happen, Sean? The biggest move, what I kind of like what Seattle's doing. I've liked what they've done all season. And I talked about this on another show. I think they've identified it's been so long since they've been in the playoffs. Whereas they're not normally aggressive, they've realised this is the year to do it. So whereas some teams in maybe smaller market stay pat even if it means less success on the field i think they've identified this is the year to go against that course and they're being aggressive in facilitating some good moves would you agree yeah seattle uh seattle swept the blue jays there a few weeks back in uh, in seattle so it's uh i i, I can't admit I, at that point i hadn't really been in on seattle too much there and uh and they're just hanging around um yeah i mean you know that julian Rod the rodriguez i mean he's he's just been a beast all year yeah i mean you know i mean when you gotta especially when you know if you're a smaller market team you kind of got to go for it when you you know i think i believe if you have a shot to get in there well you know take your shot right um i mean the wild card standings are jammed up i think there's like seven or eight teams within three games so uh, it's going to be interesting what happens today. Um, I'm hoping the Blue Jays uh, grab a few arms from the bullpen, maybe a starter. I heard they're in on Ian Happ because George Springer is hurt right now. So we'll see what they do from their end. Um, but it's going to be a fun down the stretch down in September there see, uh, to see what's going on, see who uh, who can pull it out. Yeah, Andre, um, so the baseball world, one player they all seem to be talking about is Juan Soto. And I'm of the opinion a deal won't happen today. I thought even a couple of days ago, it's a too complicated deal. This seems like a deal what will happen this off-season. They'll probably go to a contender. You've got the contract situation. and Although he's got two years of cheap production, I just don't see any team even one that is aggressive like Sabre Mets, trading away prospects without that contract. So I don't see it happening. And another point is, at this stage of the season, who's you don't trade away depth, you want to add depth to your roster. So I just don't see it happening for a couple of reasons. So do you agree with that? Or could you see a deal being done? Perhaps I'm, I could be wrong, I have being before and I will be again. Yeah, right. We'd, we'd all be rich if we knew it was going to happen. Uh, Juan Soto, I think, is a player that, you know, that's that seems like, to me, that seems like a winter meetings type trade. Um, like you said, I mean, he's just too big, 
he's just too good to be, you know, at the deadline. I think a team, you know, it, you know, doing it in the offseason, a team's going to want to have a contract in place for what they're going to have to give up to get him. Um, I mean, he turned down that monster deal with Washington already. So, I mean, you got to figure how many teams in the actual, in actual MLB uh, can, you know, can afford the contract, right? You got your Dodge, you know, the usual suspects, right? The Dodgers, the Mets, Yankees, Red Sox, um, you know, I've, you know, Blue Jay, I've heard Blue Jay fans, you know, that we, you know, we love, I mean, who wouldn't like Juan Soto on their team? I don't, I don't see it happening there. Um, I think he ends up in, he probably ends up in New York, Boston, something like that. But I definitely think it happens in the offseason. I don't think, I don't think, he, I mean, like I said, I mean, it could happen. We could be wrong, but I, I don't, I don't see that trade happening today at the deadline. I, that's just too big a deal. There's just too many pieces to be involved. Um, that just seems, that just screams winter meetings to me um, on that. Yeah, Padre. Um, so watch this space for the off season. That he will be the player people most aggressively pursue. I'll keep an eye on the Mets. I wouldn't also rule out the Padres either. And you've always got to watch the Dodgers with any star player. So um, before we talk a little football, one thing I did forget to give you an opportunity to is your content um do you have anything you want to promote so i'm with banks for dfs um i do i'm in, i do their nhl for them um for um, picks plays stuff like that strategy um we'll have um some content rolling out probably early september um, that'll talk strategy um, how to approach the nhl dfs um which will also be up um, on your site as well uh, we're at, we're sort of a smaller community. We have a little Slack chat. We're for the you know the casual player. Um, you can hit up Doug Shane on banks on Twitter at Banks for DFS. And, you know he can get you situated. Um, yeah, this is you know we're 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 the casual guy. We're the small guy, and you know we have like like yourself. You know have a little community there that you no know, no pressure. Everyone has fun, and and it's and it's good. Audrey, um, yeah, I've been talking to Shane a little bit and we're working out how to work forward. I think they're going to have a show on the Roku channel. We're just working out how to do it. And, um, yeah, on the side, no. Obviously, with the DFS community, sometimes there's, um, it's a cutthroat business. So, um, I'm, um, working to look for the best partner to provide our content so check out what shane's doing and yeah as i say he will have one of his shows on the network probably on a sunday but we're working out how best to facilitate that and obviously all sean's content will always be promoted on our show here that's what how we do things so yeah everyone please do check it out so um, Sean, um, there's been a lot of deals done in the NFL. One move, what did get made is the Kyla Murray deal. How did you view the contract details? Because bigger than the extension is the contract details, it would seem. And you may feel different, but to me... I think the Cardinals did him dirty here because, and I think they did themselves dirty here, to be honest with you, because 
Um, to, they must have known this would get out. It always gets out. And any defensive coordinator in the league will now be looking at tape to see if they can look into um, anything they can take advantage of in regard to how he knows the playbook. Would you agree or do you feel different to that? If they handled that about as badly as you possibly could have, didn't they? My God, like that—that that was just an absolute disaster. I mean, yeah, you're right. Like, how do you how do you not think that that's going to get out? Like, imagine giving imagine you giving your quarterback that contract and 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 stipulating in the contract. Oh, by the way, we need you to do some homework and some studying during the week so you're ready for Sunday. Like, he obviously for them to include that, he obviously doesn't do very much you know, video work and stuff like that, right? Like, he, he's, like, that was shocking to me. And then, of course, you know, then they backtracked. I mean, it just made it look worse. It was just, it was just, yeah, it was just all around. It was handled badly. And absolutely, I mean, Kyler Murray, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a you know, he's a freak. He's, you know, he's a great quarterback. But is he going to be great? Is he going to be a great? Like, I mean, if he doesn't do the work off off the field, like in the video room and stuff, like, Defenses, there's be different defensive coordinators, I think, out there that'll be able to figure that out and throw some stuff at him, and he'll just be, he'll just look lost. Um, I don't know. My take on it is maybe he clearly knows the playbook, but maybe not as much, and he relies on his talent to get himself out of trouble. And that may be the case. Um, I kind of like Kyler Murray. I like him as a player. I will say this, now he's been paid in particular, he's got to show he's got goods in a whole completely different level. Everyone knows how talented he is, he's proven his talent, but now he's got to prove he can be a leader of men, and we didn't see that at the back end of last year. Can he win the games when it's a 50-50 game? Is he the guy or just a very good player? Because there is a difference, and this year is when you'll start to see that bit more. Cliff Kingsbury's also got to prove that as well, whether he can do it down the stretch. But um, we'll see. Before we move to the next topic, one of my regular contributors, Sports Buffoon, says, Welcome in, Sean. Thank you. Glad to be here. Um, so, uh, Sports Buffoons is one of the YouTube channels. That's sort of connected into Let's Talk Sports. Tanner and the guys are a very big part. They cover all sports, much like myself, but they have a big emphasis on Kansas sports, but they have general shows, but they have their own chief show as well. So, um, yeah, they're a very big asset of Let's Talk Sports. They support almost every show, comment, and so everyone, if you haven't already, uh, go subscribe to Sports Buffoons. As the name would suggest, they talk sports, but they don't take it too seriously. So, yeah, go over there and support the Buffoons. Love it. I love that. <laughs> I can't wait to check them out. <laughs> um, so, sticking with the uh, NFL, DK Metcalf. There was a deal done there with Seattle. It's about what you would expect. Deepak Samuel also had a similar deal. The DK Metcalf one's interesting because with Debo, obviously with Fitz there, you, they can have 
it's easy to keep him happy now he's been paid but dk i'm not sure seattle can with their quarterback situation because if there's a player you don't want unhappy maybe you're if you're not tanking your rebuilding i think this is going to be interesting is that did they pay him and there's an agreement that this year is going to be rough but we'll eventually have the guy and you can grow together i'm intrigued to see how this plays out because you saw him with russell wilson maybe he's unhappy at um his usage and how he's used uh, this season could be rough um if you're dk because i just have a hunch he's going to get frustrated with the situation yeah i mean good for him getting his money now before the season starts uh because i, I, I agree like you're going from russell will you're, you're going from russell wilson um throwing your passes to now you're gonna have geno smith or drew Locke or no jacob eason even maybe like him getting paid now this now is perfect because yeah i think it's gonna be brutal out in seattle um this year um there you know that old line everything about that is just not good um so yeah good for him for getting his money now it's a three i mean it was a three-year deal you know so i mean maybe you know he could he'll walk after the three years because i mean i mean hell it's gonna be a couple years before they're back to maybe longer right like i mean his contract be up and they might not sniff the playoffs so trade you know could be a trade candidate down the road but hey good for him getting his guaranteed money now and yeah, he can relax and have fun but i mean uh geno smith or drew lock throwing your passes i don't know how much fun that's gonna be yeah, just be honest too when you're two years away from a deal you can handcuff them for trades essentially if it's a rough season he could start saying look I won't sign another deal if you don't, so you better trade me. So this is going to be interesting. He hits the market again um, in three years, even if he sees out the deals. So another payday, and with where the receiver market is going, I say this in jest, but it could be 35 million a year because it's ballooning up. So, And we'll see how this plays out. Seattle, I think... It's a complete rebuild. They don't want to really speak that it's a rebuild. They don't want to speak it into existence. But I'm not going to be shocked if they have a different coach at the end of the year. Because I think oh, I spoke, we spoke about this on my Sunday show. If this is a rebuild and essentially it's Cal's last year, I think it's an appalling way to treat him, to be honest with you with the legacy he's got in Seattle. I just have a hunch and maybe a different coach next year, despite what they say. And um, it's going to be interesting if it is how the fan base reacts to that. Well, I mean, they had their, I mean, they had their, they had their little run, right? You know, Legion of Boom and Russell Wilson, they got their Super Bowl. I mean, it's, it's the NFL, right? I mean, it's, you know, for not everybody's the Patriots. Not everybody's, you know, contending and being you know the playoffs every year so yeah i mean pete carroll I, he won't be around for a long rebuild i can't see that happening um yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens out there this year i, I mean i definitely think they're 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 set up for you know <laughs> a very you know, tough season for sure um i mean like just you start with the quarterback play i mean drew lock geno smith or uh, east I, 
it's gonna be so bad out there in Seattle. So yeah, I I, I would imagine Carroll doesn't have the appetite for enough for a long rebuild. And yeah, DK is he got his money now. He'll get his money if he hits the market again or Seattle trades him. He'll get paid again. I mean, the guy's a freak. I mean, he has no reason to think he can't play well into his thirties. Um, you know, he means a big boy. He's, he's you know he's obviously like I said, he's a freak. So it'll be interesting. Can't wait for us to get started. Yeah, I agree. Um, before we move to the last topic, I've got a live comment from Tanner. He adds, who's your surprise team this year for the NFL um, to either win or contend for a championship this year? That is a good question. Um, I mean, everyone everyone seems to be – everyone seems to love what they're doing down in Miami there. Um, hard not to like them. Um you know, I can't. I mean, Deshaun Watson got six games, so I mean, if you know, do the Blue, do the uh, do the Browns go three and three, and then maybe they can surprise somebody? That's just me as a fan talking there. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know what? It's it's. I mean, I love the I love what the Bills are doing there, but that's not a surprise. Um, the Chargers. I want to see. I want to see the Chargers take that next step. To be honest with you, I, I want to see them. I want to. I want to see them. You know, do some do some damage, Herbert. They they're set up. They should be able to do something this year. Um, kind of interested to see what they do. Um, beyond that, yeah. I mean, Philadelphia. Philadelphia could surprise in the NFC East, maybe. Play. I mean, you know, Dallas is there, but you know, I I kind of like Philadelphia. I kind of like what you know. Can Jalen Hurts take the next step? But he's another young quarterback that. See what he can do. Yeah, I agree. I've, I've said I think the Eagles are favourite for that division, and um, this year is a bit different to last year. They've gave him that number one receiver, and I don't think they need to make a deep run at the playoffs. But for Jaden Hurts to have be the starting quarterback in Philadelphia next year, I believe they can't get completely trounced like they did last year in the first round. They can lose the first round, but they have to be in that game. And or otherwise, Jalen may be in a bit of trouble because they cannot get thrashed and embarrassed like they did last year. So I think it's going to be interesting. He's a player I've always had soft spot for. People continue underrate him and his leadership is something of an elite level. Let's see. What he's got now, they've got an offense a bit more suited to him, and I guess we'll see. I also loved your Chargers pick. Uh, they made, I don't think they made the wrong move this off season. So let's see what they do this year. So one last uh, question I've got for you quickly is: uh, Have you been based in Ontario, the Raptors? Um, there's rumours that they may make a move for either Kevin Durant or Donovan Mitchell. Could you see that? Obviously, it'd be similar to the move they made with Kawhi a few years back, and we all know how that played out. Do you see them making a move, or do you think it's just more speculation than substance? So I, I think I think Masai would grab Durant. Well, I mean Durant or Mitchell for sure. Um, I if the only way Toronto, uh, Durant ends up in Toronto is if if um, Brooklyn comes off wanting Scotty Barnes back. 
Um, if if Masai included Scotty Barnes in any package, I think that deal would have already been done. Um, I I think he basically took Brooklyn, told Brooklyn, nope, uh, Scotty's not included in any package, so that ain't happening. So unless Brooklyn, you know, drops the asking price, I don't see that happening. Donovan Mitchell would, is interesting. Um, that one, that one, I didn't see that one coming. Like, I don't know, Utah. I don't know. Donovan Mitchell, I would love to see Donovan Mitchell. I, I think Kevin Durant, if there, if Masai does make a move, I think it's going to be Kevin Durant. But only if Brooklyn stops asking for Scotty Barnes as part of the package in, in return. Um, like I said, if, if that Scotty was included, this deal would have already been done. Um, they want Scotty Barnes, and Masai doesn't want to give him up. So that's where they're at. And I think Masai has the has leverage in this because, I mean, who, how many trading partners realistically are out there? I heard Celtics might be involved on us. Uh, for Durant too, but I don't know the, the NBA. The NBA. I mean, it's you know these guys. You know they they don't they play for a team. They don't win. Now nah, let me out. I want to go play with my buddy over here. I want to go play with my buddy over there. I mean, what if Kawhi stuck around in Toronto? Did they win another title? Maybe. Uh, good chance. I wonder if he. I wonder if he kind of looks back and regrets that. Right. It'll be interesting. But I, like I said, the only way Durant comes to Toronto is if Brooklyn drops their uh, asking price to not include Scotty Barnes. I agree. Um, so, yeah, that just about wraps it up. Um, me and Sean will be back next week. It'll be a new weekly show, apart from when Sean um, has a vacation later in the month. Um, yeah, um, I just want to thank you for joining me today, Sean. Always a pleasure, Dan. Thanks for having me on. No, no problem at all. Um, Thank you to everyone for joining us. Tanner, for your comments. It, any comments with any show always helps drive the show. Uh, people will comment on the real MVP of the show. So I just want to thank you for that, Tanner. Thank you to everyone for tuning in. Could I ask everyone, if you haven't done already, to like the video and subscribe to the channel on YouTube if you haven't. And... Until next time, let's talk sport fans. Thanks for watching.